0: Gracious and loving God, give me now the eye of the eagle so that I may see clearly into the hopes, joys, fears, and the sorrows of your people. Weave my hand to the gospel plow and tie my tongue to truth. Let us hear from you the still speaking God in our midst. This we pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 A Jim read a scripture earlier uh, from the Gospel of John. And in that scripture, uh, he said, no one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I do not call you servants any longer because the servant does not know what the master is doing. But I have called you friends because I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my Father. The topic of my sermon is the friends you choose. Jesus has said, you did not choose me, but I chose you. I now call you my friends. You are no longer servants. We also have this same power, this same ability. Some of us think that life has just happened to us and we've just stumbled into the friendships and the relationships that we have. But indeed, you have chosen those friends who are in your life through one way or another. Your willingness to stay in relationship and community and communicate with friends your ability to respond to their Facebook messages and to res- respond to their calls, all of this, these things or choices that we have made to validate the friendships that we have, and so then we can say that we have chose these friends. And what I want to work with is something from Gretchen Rubin and from Dominique Portolucci when it talks about the friends that we need. Before I talk about the friends we need, let's talk about what we don't need. You do not need another parent as a friend. You already have a parent. Your parent can tell you what to do and correct you and offer you all of that kind of great advice, those things that come along with doing what parents do and saying what parents say. When you cry on someone else's shoulder, you don't need a parent to offer you correction. You need a shoulder to cry on. So you may already have parents or you have identified somebody else who functions in a parental role. Therefore, you don't need another friend that is a parent. You also don't need a friend Who lets you down? Friends will sometimes cancel. Friends may sometimes not be able to show up. Friends may sometimes not be able to connect when you need to connect with them. But friends should not constantly and continuously let you down. There should be some level of reciprocity in the relationship. The friendship that you have with someone should not be a constant source of frustration and disappointment. That is a friend that you don't need. And there's nothing wrong with saying this is a friendship that I don't need, because here's the thing, they are growing just as you are growing. And right now, in this moment and in this time, that friendship just, it's not meant to work. That's all it is. Jesus loves them the same as Jesus loves you. And you are able to, and you have permission to, love them from afar. (laughs) But you cannot be my friend. You also don't need a friend that is always trying to be better than you. Now, I got rid of all of these out of my life. You know what I'm talking about. The one that's one-up with SHIP all the time. You go out, you buy a Mercedes, they show up the next day with a business. You go buy a $500,000 house, the next week they have a million-dollar house. You try to make friends with one person, they try to befriend that person for you. Don't no more one-ups with SHIP. I don't, I, don't, I don't need that. What I need in my life as a friend is somebody who says to me, I am so happy for what you have or for what you're doing or for how you're moving in the world. How can I help? And there you have the reciprocity and the support because there I am willing to say, you know what? This person is not just a friend. This is a connection. This is somebody that is like family to me. And if they are raising me up, I need to help raise them up together. I preached about crabs in a bucket. I don't want to be another crab in the bucket. I don't want another crab in the bucket around me. I want somebody that's going to help me get out of the bucket. And I can help them get out of the bucket too. So no one-upsmanship in my friendships. Only support. If you were able to buy that million dollar house, guess what, I've them for you. In fact, I need you to tell me how I can get one. <laughs> if you were able to do something that I'm not able to do, then our friendship friendships would mean me that you can teach me about what I need to do as well, too. Not as a parent, but as a friend. Marcus always says, he's, he's like, I can't... Uh, when we first met, he was like, uh, <laughs> he was like, you only have one friend. <laughs> and he was like, you don't talk to him. I said, but you know what? That friend that I had at the time that Marcus and I met, we could connect at any point and we would have a good time together. He knows what I like, I know what you like, and we can roll and do what we do and connect and everything is just fine. But that, to me, is all I can handle, is about one friend. And now that I have married my best friend, I, it's even like I have less capacity <laughs> to do too many other friendships. And now I'm a pastor, so in some way, all of y'all operate as my friend because I hear, you know, of your life and what's happening and what's important you. So my, my friendship circle is very, very small. And when new people try to come in, I'm able to, I'm like, no, this is not going to work at all. There are two people in this congregation right now who, you know, were like, you know what? Once you become pastor, I'm going to be there every Sunday. I'm going to be there to support. I'm going to be there for you. Rough times, good times, or bad, they are here. Now I have other people who call me friends, (laughs) other people who are friends with me on Facebook and they don't show up. I have family that don't even show up in town, So my circle gets really, really small. So what are the kind of friends that you need? There are four types of friends. You need a must friend, a best friend, a member of your inner circle, a person you can count on when something big happens in your life. This is a friend who is up for anything. When you are ready to go, when you are ready to do something, this must-friend must be with you when you go to do it. This is a friend you want by your side for life's adventures. Their enthusiasm is contagious, and you always have more fun when they're around. Marcus, again, I married my best friend because I am absolutely bored. <laughs> <laughs> And so, if I get an idea about something, I need somebody around me that's like, "Yes, that sounds great. Let's go do it." Because I'm just like, you know what? It'd be great to go to Dallas And this. I need somebody else to run with it because I am absolutely boring. I will sit at home and watch. I'm starting Star Trek soon, and I will sit there and watch that all by myself. Read my books, do my thing. That's. Like, I don't. If there is excitement that I mention, I need somebody to kick the plan into gear. <laughs> this that's the only one I've got in the last five minutes you also need in your must friends, some friends that are a little bit cooler than you are you know, the hip one the one that's out there doing things and, and you're like, wow, that'd be great for me to do I'd love to do that Joseph is one of Marcus's friends and he's a member of the church now as well too but he's always Traveling. He's always doing exciting things. He's always fashionable and well-dressed. And I'm like, man, I'd love to dress like that. I probably won't ever dress like it, But it's good to have somebody that is a friend, that is an inspiration, that, that lifts, lifts you up, lifts your spirit. And then you also need a friend, a must friend, someone who you may aspire to be like. You'd want to say, oh, I want want to be like them. I want to connect with them. One of the reasons we spend so much time with with, uh, some couples here in this congregation is because Marcus and I want to make sure that our relationship is protected and we we have other relationship couples around us that we can say we want to be inspired and aspire to be like them because we haven't arrived. A lot of you have long-term relationships that we can learn from. Relationships that uh, we aspire to be like or to emulate. And then the friend who doesn't know any of your other friends. Now this goes to our next category, which is the trust friend. Now this is the one that you eat your dirt with. (laughs) This is the one where you go to that club where you know you shouldn't be going to. This is the one where you go hang out with and do some things with that you cannot tell everybody else about. This is the trust. This is that one friend I have. <laughs> that we I got to keep him out of this church and I got to keep him hidden somewhere else as well too. This is the trust friend. Y'all will rarely see him here because I don't need him opening his mouth. The trust friend. The friend that doesn't know any. Of your other friends. And then there is the rough friend. This is the person that you've known for a long, long time, and you may or may not be friends with them on Facebook, but you just connect with them every now and then. That's absolutely okay. And then this last category is just friends. This is mostly the people that you're friends with on Facebook. <laughs> just A person you see at a weekly poker game, at your child's school, or who is enjoyable company, but you have no desire to socialize outside of a specific context to get to know them. It's okay to have a just friend. My mom used to call this person an acquaintance. But it's okay to have just a friend. Just friend. Now I think about all that we've learned about these friends, the must friend, the trust friend, and the rust friend. And I see you in your mind calculating who are all these friends that you have and what categories can you put those particular friends into. But here's the one thing you can rest assured of. If you don't have any friends, if you don't have any connections that you have made in terms of friends, The Spirit of God will help you discern and find the friends that you need. But more than anything, what excites me about this scripture is that Jesus said, I now call you friends. What kind of friend do you think Jesus is for you? Is Jesus a must friend for you, a trust friend, a rust friend, or just a friend? I would admonish you and encourage you to find a way for Jesus to become a must-friend. Because Jesus has said, you don't choose me, but I choose you. You see, your must-friends will be around for you even when you are not doing right by them. Even when the relationship may seem not very reciprocal, a must-friend will still be there to support Jesus uses the word love, which is agape, which means there does not have to be any reciprocity in that. Most of our human friendships require reciprocity. But the friendship that Jesus is talking about is a friendship that is based on a love that is not reciprocal. That means when you fail, when you struggle, when you are in doubt, when you are not being the best must friend to Jesus, Jesus is still the best must friend to you. amen. We next week are going to sing a good song. Somehow we got the timing and the, the schedule a little bit mixed up or perhaps I didn't know what I was going to preach about until two or three days ago. But next week we are going to sing that good old song that says what a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. And what a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. You see, your just friends and your rust friends don't wanna hear about your grief and your sorrow. And I recommend you hold on to some of that for your must friends. But Jesus is willing to hear about all your grief to ban. Have we trials, the song says, and temptations Is there trouble anywhere? We should never be discouraged. Take it to the Lord in prayer. When you need a must friend, we have to remember what a friend we have in Jesus. When we need a must friend to get us through the darkness of the night, what a friend we have in Jesus. When we need to get over our grief and sorrow and struggle, and we need a must friend a friend we have in Jesus. Can we find a friend so faithful who will all our sorrows share? The song says Jesus knows our every weakness. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Take it to your must friend. Take it to the friend that's going to get you through it. Take it to the friend that will help you survive. Take it to Jesus. What a friend we have in Him. Amen. Must friend, trust friend, rough friend, just friends. What a friend we have in Jesus. Amen. 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 God, thank you for the friendship we have. In Jesus thank you for all those friendships and connections that you have surrounded us with thank you for helping us to make wise choices in our friendships and thank you for being with us even when we made unwise choices in friendships so that we could learn the friendships we need in our lives and the friendships we don't you are an awesome God Oh, happy day that we have a friend, a must-friend in Jesus. Amen. Amen.